listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Night. I'm your host, Danny, and today we have the lovely Lori back again. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for coming back. Of course. Um, so today is episode 58, and we are talking about Mario Odyssey. Um, Mario Odyssey, (laughs) Mario Odyssey was, um, originally a Switch release, or no, sorry, of course it was a Switch release, but it it was a launch title with the Switch. Um, it was developed by Nintendo, of course, because it's a Mario game. Um, it was released October 27th, 2017. We bought it in November. Wow, yeah, yeah. Of November. that same year? Yes, November 2017 is when we bought it. And we just started playing it November 2019. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't... I There's nothing in particular that has made me, like, not want to play the game. I just... I don't know. I think it's just... It was one of those games that, you know, it's Mario. We're going to buy it, of course. Right. Because Mario games are pretty good. It's just... We just didn't find the time. Yeah. We had other games to play. Yeah, a lot of a lot of other games <laughs> to play. Yeah, it's just it's weird because when it came out, there was such a hype around the game, and so many people were buying it and saying how great it was. And every time I kind of because we we talked about throwing it in several times, and we just never did. We always had something else to play. So, I don't know. But in any case, we did finally sit down. We played it from beginning to end, more or less. Um, At least story-wise, we beat it. Um, From, like, collecting everything point of view, we're about halfway. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, let's talk about the story. Um, The story uh, starts off with Bowser kidnapping the princess. Imagine that. So... This time around, Bowser's motives for kidnapping Princess Peach is to marry her. And, of course, Mario attempts to stop him from kidnapping her. And in Mario's attempt to do this, he gets thrown off of this airship that's floating off into the distance. And he ends up landing in um, the Cap Kingdom, which is a whole bunch of, like, hats. (laughs) And um, he... Yeah, they're, they are like hat ghosts. <laughs> um, so anyway, he meets up with um, Cappy, whose sister was also kidnapped by Bowser. And um, they team up together to, you know, save their friends. Um, Cappy helps Mario find a airship called the Odyssey. And he explains that you have to collect these power moons in order to power the Odyssey, but also to restore it to, like, functioning, to to be functional again, because otherwise it's, like, in ruins. Um, So, after restoring the Odyssey to full health, or to functioning condition, they chase Bowser across the world um, as Bowser is collecting items for the wedding. So some of the items that he's collecting is a dress, a cake, um, and a bouquet. And 
Um, you are specifically fighting off the wedding planners. Um, they're the, uh, the brutals <laughs> and they're actually like these little like rabbit creatures. They kind of remind me of the raving rabbit creatures. Uh, but they all have hats. Like hats are like the signature of the game. So everyone has a hat and the hats do stuff and the, all the boss fights, all, all the boss battles revolve around the hat. So, um, all the brutals you have to fight, there's four of them and you have to fight all of them multiple times. And then you fight Bowser a couple times. Anyway, you chase Bowser all the way to the moon. And when you get to the moon, you stop the wedding because the chapel is on the moon. Of course you stop the wedding from happening and Bowser drops down into this moon cavern. And when this happens, uh, you fight Bowser in the moon cavern. And at the end of the fight, the cavern starts to collapse and you've got peach. You've got, you got princess peach in the cavern with Mario, the tiara, obviously Cappy and then Bowser. So Mario takes over Bowser with the, his cap powers. And, um, while, being while possessing Bowser's body, he carries a princess back up to the surface. And when Bowser finally wakes up from the from being unconscious, he uh Bowser properly proposes to Princess Peach, and Mario then hastily proposes to Princess Peach in return, and they kind of have this like proposing like dance off <laughs> and uh peach gets fed up she jumps on the odyssey and starts to fly away mario just narrowly makes it onto the odyssey but leaves bowser stranded on the moon uh when they do make it back to the kingdom uh mario finds out that princess peach has packed all of her things and is left and then you kind of find her in different air in in each world you find her in different spots and she gives you a moon and you know, she's basically just traveling the world to see what Mario had seen or, you know, to have her own adventure, I guess. So yeah. Did I miss anything? No. Cool. So what'd you think about the story? What'd you give it? I gave it an eight. Okay. I thought it was a nice spin on, you know, Mario saves the princess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But um, the the wedding thing was a little weird. It was weird, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, not only was Bowser forcing Peach to be at the wedding, but he also was, like, forcing witnesses to be there, too. So, like, by the time you make it to the chapel, you've got not only Peach and Bowser, but you've got, like, all the different, like, characters from each world are there, too. So it's just, like, and they're all just, like, confused. And, I don't know, it's just, it, it was kind of odd. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing just felt kind of odd. It wasn't bad. It, like you said, I, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Like, I didn't find it terrible. It just was kind of... I applaud them for making an effort to do, like, a different kind of... Right thing with him saving the princess but like it, it was just kind of weird yeah yeah um 
I didn't like the ending where they're, like, fighting over her. Yeah, that was... Because, like, <laughs> Bowser has zero grounds to for her hand in marriage whatsoever. Like, zero. After kidnapping her several times, like, the best he can hope for is, like, a Stockholm Syndrome sort of thing. <laughs> I just... I don't understand. I don't... I, I think that they were just going for an entertainment value, not like a real world, like, well, this would obviously never happen, but it just, it felt odd. It felt kind of awkward. I really liked, I liked the hats. I didn't like the hats when I first went into it. I didn't like the hats from like the commercials and stuff. So that was kind of a turn away from starting the game. Yeah. But once I started playing the game, I really liked the hats. So I thought that was kind of a weird thing that happened throughout the throughout the game um the reason for jumping from world to world was kind of a stretch like some of the worlds you crash landed and then you got to find moons to like power it up to make it to the next to the next world wherever bowser's going to the next um like city or whatever and i don't know it seemed like that happened far too often. Like, oh, we're chasing Bowser. Oh, we got hit by a bomb again. Now we're stranded and we got to find moons. Like, it, it revolves around the collecting of the moons, but not a lot of times do they actually give you a reason for being there other than we're here because we have to be or we're here to keep them from getting a dress, although they still end up taking the dress. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You're just a little bit too late every time. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> They had to get you to the moon Sorry, somehow. Sorry, your princess is another castle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, anything else story-wise? Not really. Okay, let's move on to graphics. I gave it a 9 out of 10 for graphics. This was the highest the highest score. On your... On my, my list, yeah. What? I gave it a 10. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> good. No, no, that's good. It deserves a 10. I I loved the graphics. Yeah. I was thinking what I didn't like about it, but I guess I didn't really write down anything negative. I liked... There was... There was a lot of... Wor- I say worlds. Yeah, I know. I know what you Parts mean. of the world. At kingdoms. Kingdoms. There were a lot of kingdoms that looked very Mario-esque. But there was a lot of, like, realistic stuff in there, too. Like, you know, the city was a little realistic, and, like, the dinosaur, and the, the dragon fight. Yeah, the I mean, dragon fight was, was awesome. he was super realistic, too. Um, the dragon fight, the, actually, that whole kingdom, the, uh, I wrote it down, the ruined kingdom, looked very Final Fantasy-esque. It looked, I, and... I, I mean, I, I say that kind of loosely. Like, it looked very... It, it didn't look Mario. Right. It looked way more sophisticated than Mario. It looked like you were going into, like, a, you know, a Final Fantasy dungeon. I, I say Final Fantasy because it's, like, one of my, <laughs> one of my like, go-to things. When it comes to graphics, Final Fantasy, for me, has always been, like, as advanced as possible. But, I mean, you could... You could really put <laughs> anything into that spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looked awesome. The dragon looked super cool. Um, he had like this lightning move that he was doing during the boss fight that just looked really cool. 
I mean, um, it was purple, so purple's amazing. Pur- purple dragon? Pur- purple lightning. <laughs> exactly. Um, I loved all the outfits and all the outfit combinations. Yeah, that was fun. I liked that you could mix them. I liked that they forced you to do them, too. Well, yeah, sort of. Some of them, yeah. I mean, t- in order to get into some rooms, in every kingdom there was a room that you couldn't get into unless you had that kingdom's outfit. So you had to go and find the purple things, coins of some sort, and uh, then you could purchase that outfit to get into that room. And sometimes, you know, it was for a moon or if, if, if it was for a little puzzle that you had to do or whatever, but it was kind of neat. Um, What was your favorite kingdom? Out of all the kingdoms in the world. <laughs> Probably the city, New Dong City. What'd you put? I I liked the Sand Kingdom. Oh yeah. There was a, it was it was big, like surface area big, but yeah. like the the New Dong City was big like vertically. So, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to do like on the ground level, but as you like m- made your way up and down mm-hmm. into the sewers. Like you had multiple layers that you were working with. That was, that was cool. Um, yeah. I, that, that I was... just liked the vibe of the sand kingdom. Sure. I liked the red sand. I liked the, um, what's his name? The guy that you wrote on. Oh yeah. The Sphinx guy. I, I really liked that. Tex Jaxie. Jaxie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was kind of sad that Cappy didn't stay whatever hat you set him to on Mario when you threw him onto oh, other yeah, enemies. Yeah. Like, it would always transform back into the traditional Mario cap, and that was kind of, I don't know, it was just, it was just silly that they couldn't have added that in. But ultimately, like, it still looked really good, and it was cool that you could do that and actually use utilize all these different enemies not just you know something to avoid but something to actually work with that's gameplay it is gameplay you want to move on to gameplay no i'm not there yet. are you not okay uh i liked new donk city not just for the the vertical stuff too but the like donkey kong (laughs) yeah i know was really cool it was really (laughs) neat how they they really incorporated the traditional Donkey Kong game into New Donk City. So, like, they had Paulina, who was the princess in Donkey Kong. They had, like, all of the Donkey... The, like, purple Donkey Kong, like, platforms they utilized in that that world. Um, the sewer area was very much, like, the, the old-school Mario Bros, like, fighting... At, I don't know. I think it is just called like Mario Bros, like the original Mario Bros, um, where like the turtles are coming out of the pipe and you gotta like collect the coins. Anyway, um, just it was just cool, just neat, neat idea. Um, and every world was huge. Like there was so much to explore, not just like gameplay wise, but just roaming around and seeing like the dark forest. Finding the dark forest. It's like you go through that. I don't. I don't remember the, what that kingdom was. I was going to talk about that. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but it's fine. You can but, talk I about mean, it. you you go through that whole 
forest kingdom and then all of a sudden you realize you've got this whole other area to explore so it's just like you know it's it's huge it's really really big and then you do that every single you know every single kingdom has those little things that it's like whoa i didn't realize this was here i didn't know i could go in this store. right i didn't exactly. know i could go in this building yeah yep yep so i don't know maybe maybe i will give it one extra point to not be an, a nine maybe it, it does deserve a 10 for graphics i think i agree the only downside i had was that cappy didn't transform but that's very minor compared to the rest of it like everything looked really good um you hand me your pen i'm gonna change it you know i i don't know if this is really graphics or gameplay but um when when you collect a moon you know how it kind of like some of the things sparkle yeah when there's a moon there but then after you collect it it still sparkles so like, yes. When you come back, like you don't really know if you've gotten yeah, it or not. I put that under gameplay, but yeah, I agree. Like that should have been like a different color or something. There should have been some indication that you had already gotten that. Right. And yeah, I agree. It's I didn't like that at all. That's that's probably the worst of it. Um anyway. the, the eight, let's let's have a nice little segue here into the gameplay. Okay. The eight bit Mario was amazing (laughs) i loved it i loved it so much it was so neat to see mario wrap around the buildings yeah but like also they had a lot of overlay stuff that they like one one of them was under the water the water yeah and so the water was like like, bubbling and you can still see like the regular world while you're like doing this like eight bit mario thing this puzzle um and then like the way some of them interacted like the the bullet bills would like fire and like they would be 3D and then they would hit that 8 bit uh, style and yeah. they'd pop into like an 8 bit bullet bill and then they just keep going it's just little things like that was really really cool um but yeah rolling into the gameplay part of that i mean just the fact that you could do that at all like not only was it a form of like platforming you know old school platforming and collecting you know a moon in the 8-bit like world but it also would like help you advance by you know maybe you're down on the bottom cliff you go into the tube and you got to make your way up 8-bit style to the top and then you 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 can access the top of the the mountain or tower or whatever so that was really cool um so yeah gameplay yes gameplay i gave it an eight i gave it a seven okay it's fair (laughs) it's like gameplay is funny because it it all depended on how much the things that were bad how much did that frustrate you (laughs) and like some of it frustrated me a lot some of it was just kind of an annoyance um the moon thing was really annoying but it was just kind of like Eh, it just was annoying. You just have to try and remember which ones you've got. Exactly. And sometimes when, because me and you were playing together, um, I would be going through a world that you had already been to and like, oh, there's this shiny spot here. And then I hit it and I'm like, ah, Lori already got it. <laughs> you know? And those like, like five minutes that you stepped away. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, There are a total of 999 moons in this game. I don't know if that's a total. Is it a total? I thought so. Or is it just like the cap? Maybe. Because there's 880 unique moons. 
Okay. But then you can buy duplicates at the shops. Gotcha. To up your count. I see. From there. Hmm. Okay, so 880. 80. Unique. Okay, so those are the moons that you can actually go out and collect outside of the shop ones. Um, either way, we collected... I wrote down 105, although we Five. did play a little bit 105. Or, fi- sorry, 505. 505. I'm like, Five. we have way more than Way more than 105. <laughs> no, 505 moons. I wrote down 505 moons, though. I think we got a few more while we were playing just tonight. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it may be a little closer to 505 or like 510, yeah. something like that. Anyway, Um. but yeah, so we got a little over halfway if it's 880. Um, we haven't... We're... The like the moon um, square things, yeah. The capsules. That's kind of what we're in the middle of, right? right now. So I mean, we've only done what two two kingdoms. Yeah, we've replayed two kingdoms. We we went through each kingdom. Like our okay, so our gameplay style was we went through each kingdom individually and got about as many moons as we could find in each kingdom while we were there before we progressed to the next kingdom. So we hit all the kingdoms while kind of progressing the story and then after the end of the story you can activate the moon blocks so then you go back to the beginning and you start activating all the moon blocks you got to find peach they open up a whole bunch of other stuff so you've got like another you know a replay and yeah yeah there's a whole another set of moons and everything that you can collect in each world so it's almost like playing the whole game over again um but you have a lot more flexibility. You can go wherever you want. You right. can travel between them. You can, you know, whatever, however you want to play it. Um, but yeah, that's where that's where we were. We beat the story. We were kind of starting to go back through the game again, but we only did maybe two moon blocks that we cracked open. Um, but that said, the gameplay style that I feel like the game wanted us to play was very different than what we did. Like, I truly feel like the game wanted us to play it from start to finish as quickly as possible. Just get the mandatory moons and move on and then backtrack and play everything. Because the way that we were playing just, I don't know, I, I, I can't remember why I felt that way. <laughs> just I remember by the time we got to the end, they wanted us to backtrack and then we were like, oh, well. We already we, have them. Yeah, we may as well just, yeah. I don't know. No, I see what you're saying. Like as you're progressing, because we had so many moons, it wasn't it wasn't a challenge. Like it wasn't like like we already had the moons that were required to move on. Right. Yeah. By the time that we made it to the point where we could go to the moon, it was just like you and they're just like, go. Hey, you need to have moons. Oh, wait, you already do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the same when we opened when we got to the cathedral too. Like you had to have so many moons, but it was like, oh, you already do, so you're fine. So I don't know. I feel like maybe had we just played it all the way through as quickly as possible and then went back, maybe that would have been a little more towards what they were expecting us to do. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a work in progress. This game, I could see us putting a lot more hours into this game, trying to find all of the moons. And the, from what I've heard, there's some that are just insane to try and find. <laughs> I mean, a few of the moons that we were trying um, just a little bit ago, the like darker side of the moon, there's this 
it's like a really challenging 3d platforming thing and it's just it's just really hard like that's all it is but that's what makes it fun like i kind of like that over challenge you know trial and error trial and error you eventually figure it out um but that said some of the bad stuff with oh, that said there was a good amount of difficulty for one player yes but with two player, it kind of made it a little too easy. <laughs> yeah, there was no like in between. I, you know, the two player aspect was really odd because the second player, you didn't get like a Luigi. You, the second player played with Cappy and you could just like jump off of Mario's head whenever and go and like collect coins or you could go and like beat up a monster or you could jump onto a monster and force Mario to utilize that monster. But like, as a second player Cappy, you could like, you had this bigger bubble that Cappy could like go out to, and you could allow Mario to double jump like really easily. So like you could, Mario could get like some super height as like a two player, but as a one player, it's not quite that easy. Um, so yeah, like you said, two player was almost too easy. One player was almost too hard. At times. Yeah. Um, I think, though, that the biggest reason why we stopped doing the Cappy 2 player was because of the button thing. Yeah. It constantly was telling you what buttons to hit. It's like, press A to jump. I, I know. Press They're A to jump. Always, press A to jump. Always control tips on screen. Yes. Even while you're playing one player, but especially while you're playing two player. Um, usually, it only pops up if you're playing one player if you're standing still. Or if you have something activated. Like, for example, I was... Again, we're, we're endgame material here. We're doing the darker side of the world, or the darker side of the moon, and I'm doing that really hard platforming area. And I'm hanging on one of those poles that you gotta, like, swing back and forth. And I'm sitting there waiting for the poles to move around, and at the bottom it's like, swing your analog stick left and right to swing, and then push A to jump. Like, I know! I'm at the end of the game, yeah, I like, know this I've done already. this so many times. Just go away. You're in the way at this point. <laughs> On top of that, when you boot up the game every single time, it tells you about how the Joy-Cons can be used as controllers. And, you know, I understand that this was a launch title, but at some point they should have added, they should have put in a patch to eliminate that, that splash screen. Like, there's no reason here now it's been out for, well, you, should have been able you know, to turn two off years. The control thing, the, the control the tips. tips on yeah. screen. You should have been able to turn that off. Yes. Yeah. And you can't. <laughs> you can't. You just it's just annoying. It. It's, it's really bad two-player. It's not as bad one-player. I it's was wondering really if, it, if it's a difference between like the Pro Controller and the Joy-Cons, if it would make a difference. Maybe. Maybe. But maybe it would just be worse. Yeah. Because you'd have to know how to use the Joy-Cons. Because, you know. You'd have to learn the different techniques with the Joy-Cons. They yeah. really wanted you to use the Joy-Cons. They though. did, yeah. They they really didn't have a whole lot of support as far as information goes for the pro controller. Like sometimes it would say, also you can shake the pro controller. You know, like <laughs> little like, fine print. Like, don't do this. <laughs> but I mean, the pro controller is so much more comfortable. But there were some things like the way Cappy moves. When you're playing one player, you can shake the controller to make Cappy do different things, and. 
for us using the pro controller, it just turns out to you just shaking the controller around. <laughs> and hoping it goes and the way you want it to exactly. go. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like most of the time I want Cappy to do like the circle around Mario and he ends up like going in the air yeah. or he ends up like homing in on different enemies. And I'm like, no, 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 just go in a circle. Protect me. <laughs> the hat function was fun, taking over the enemies. Yes. It was a lot of fun. It was cool to see all those different characters come you you could control right uh but <laughs> but um i didn't like how it was almost like a gimmick in every world like okay we're in this new world but you have to control this enemy to progress okay now we're in another world but you have to control this enemy to progress like it's just part of the world though yeah part of the kingdom yeah i guess no different than like getting the outfit to go into a room like it's part of yeah no i get it i mean they want to utilize the hat superpower as much as possible it's just i wish that they had a wider variety in each world than just like the one enemy that was needed to progress i get you okay (laughs) um let's talk about boss fights okay um they were not overly hard but I felt like they were very repetitive, um, at least for, like, the rabbits. The rabbits, Like, yeah. you have to fight the rabbits over and over and over again, and there's five of them, and they rotate. Is there five or is there four? Four. There's four of them. Yeah. And they they rotate out, you know, every world you're fighting a different rabbit, but, like, they all utilize the hat thing. So you understand, okay, well, I have to figure out how to get its hat off. But then when you when that rabbit comes back around again, it's like the same fight, just like a little bit different, like a little different. Um, The good news is that's only about half of the bosses. The other half of the bosses are like world feature bosses. So like you had the the squid guy in the water level that you had to fight. And... um, the flower thing? Yeah, the big fl- the flower vacuum thing. We're sitting here thinking, <laughs> what else did we have to fight? Um, There was the, like, the one of the cooking, the, like, vulture thing that you had to fight oh, yeah, at yeah. the cooking world. Yeah. Um, the dragon was a unique one. So, I mean, they had some unique boss fights, too. So, it's like, it wasn't all repetitive, but it's like... Story-wise, every time you see those rabbits, it's like, ah, again, you know, the (laughs) same thing again. So, I don't know. That was kind of sad. Um, What did you think about the, like, location moon clues? (laughs) The location moon clues? Yeah, where, like, you found the, like, poster on the wall and it gives you, like, a clue. Yeah, the art ones. The art hints. They were fun. I mean... We didn't do a ton of them. Mm-mm. They're kind of hard. One, you got to find the art frames. In the kingdom. And then you have to go to a, go different... To a different kingdom and find that spot. Yeah. And figure out what that artwork is trying to tell you to do. Right. And it's not always easy. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean you got to make it yeah, something no, a little challenging. Yeah, of course. So. It, it specifically wanted you to use the feature of taking a screen cap 
And so, you know, again, it's a launch title for the Switch, so they're trying to utilize all of the features of the Switch. So taking screen caps was, like, a thing that they really were stressing you to do. <laughs> and when we first started, it was really like... I didn't think about that. <laughs> really? I didn't think about that. Um, they, uh, when it first started, we're like, oh, I'm not going to take a screen cap of that. I'm just going to find it and then move on. And then later on down the road, it's like, wait, I saw this one. Cool. I have no idea where it was. <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it said. And I then, know that it, ha- it involved this turtle, but I don't know what else it was. And then at that point, I'm just like, well, I'm either going to take a picture with my phone or I'm just going to look up the picture online. Right. Because I'm not going to, like, open up the screenshot on my Switch while I'm playing the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so much easier to just use your phone that you already have a camera and just take a picture of the screen <laughs> instead of, you know, referring back to the screenshots. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Good try. Good try, Nintendo. Yeah, right. Um, the hardest, I think one of the hardest things that, one of the things that infuriated me the most of this game was the 3D platforming in the non-3D sections. So, like, when you're, when you're doing a 3D platforming segment and the camera is locked, like, the camera is locked so Mario is just doing, like, horizontal movements horizontal and vertical movements you still have the like depth perception but you can't see it because the camera can't move so like i ended up like falling off of ladders and falling off of poles and stuff because you know i'm moving mario to the right but he's like still like floating off depth wise off the platform so that was so frustrating that and when you jump from platform to platform if you're too close to the wall he'll grab the wall and 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 then you can jump and you'll just jump off and if when you jump while you're on a wall you go like opposite the direction of the wall so again if you're thinking like on a horizontal plane and he's you know, on this depth, like, field, and he's pushing off of that wall, he's just jumping out into nothingness, and you're dying. (laughs) It just, it was annoying because it wasn't my mistake. Yeah. You know, when it's my mistake, it's like, ah, yeah, I suck. But when it's something stupid like that where Mario is just being ridiculous, then (laughs) I get angry. Um, what else, Lori? I liked moon jumping. Yeah, the moon was really cool. There was a couple, like, platformy sub-sections where, you know, you take the tunnel and then you go to another area, like, where these, like, floating... It was almost like the Wipeout zones. <laughs> like, the the TV show Wipeout, where it's, like, all these, like, oh, floating, yeah, like, yeah. bubbles and stuff that you gotta platform through, and you still have the moon jump activated, so you're just, like, moon jumping all over the place, and it's so much fun. Um, that was fun. Yeah, I liked all the mini games. There was quite a few mini games too, like the Jaxi. I kind of consider him a mini game. Um, you had in the ice, the polar ice area. You had the um, where you you take over the walrus and then you do the like race with the walrus. I don't know. Was he a walrus? Was he a seal? I don't know what he was. The race where he, like, he flaps to jump. I 
You don't remember this I at all? I don't remember this at all. It's like, I must it's kind of like, this. It's, no, you didn't. It's kind of like Mario Kart. It's in the icy oh. area. It's like Mario Kart. And oh. he's like this, he's a the, rolling. The bouncer guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. We have different, like, <laughs> technical terms. <laughs> I don't even remember what they called it. I don't know. He looked like a walrus to me. <laughs> like a really round walrus. I, I don't even remember what they called it. The bounce. You had to, like, bounce around. The- <laughs> you did. I don't know. I thought that was a fun little mini game. It was challenging to try. And even yet, I don't think we've gotten... Did we get all the moons for that one? We might have. There's there's some of them, though, that it's... Oh, the jump rope was a little mini oh, game. Yeah. And there's no way I'm getting to 100. <laughs> like the volleyball? Yeah, volleyball one, too. That one, I think, just takes patience. But, like, the jump rope one takes timing, and I'm terrible at timing. You were so, pretty close. What'd you get up to, like, 80? 89, I think, before I finally died. And I think most of the time, like... Once you get to a certain point in the jump rope, it's just a matter of tapping it as fast as you can. And... You might be, like, a couple seconds too slow each tap, and that, like, changes, you know, the the rope changes every time you jump, and eventually you just end up jumping on it. So, I don't know. Maybe someday I'll get it, but probably not. <laughs> probably never play this game again. That <laughs> could be. I got a lot of other stuff in my backlog right now. <laughs> um, There was a ton of stuff, like, after the story finished, there's so much stuff that unlocks. Like, after you're done with the story. So you get, like, the little uh, Koopa Troopa race thing, where you gotta oh, race yeah. the turtles. Um, the Luigi thing? I have no idea what yeah, it is. Yeah, I have no idea what it is Because we didn't, we didn't do anything with it. Um, The Mushroom Kingdom you can go to after the yeah, end of the story, and that's really fun. Yeah, you get to play with Yoshi. Yes. You, you also get to refight a bunch of the bosses, oh, too, yeah, yeah. which is pretty cool. And they're a little bit different. Some of them are a little more challenging, or they're just a little different. Um, uh, and also all the extra moons that you can find after the end of the story. But yeah. Um, Would you like to move on? I think so. Did so, I say my score? Uh, I gave it an 8. I think so. I gave it a 7. Yeah, that's right. What was the like worst thing about the, the gameplay? For me? Yeah. Um, probably the 3D, 2D thing, yeah. like the 3D, that, and I the on-screen control. Those, those were my two big things, too. It really bugged me, I, especially in the beginning of the game. Like, I was, like, this close to not playing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was so really irritated with it. Because every time you stop moving, there it is again. It, that's what made us start doing the... One player one trade player, off, yeah, because that was just ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, music. Yes, I gave it a nine. I gave it. An I eight. liked the music. Okay, it was really good. Um, I can't say it's super memorable though. Like, a lot of it's very Mario, but I can't. I don't know, like Mario 64, by the time I was finished playing that, that like, that that song was like in my head over and over and over oh, again. was that throughout the whole game? Yeah, I guess. And this one, each kingdom, each kingdom had, had its, its own, own thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, 
the the New Donk City, um, you had that like festival. Yeah. And during the festival, there's like a song playing in the background with like Pauline is supposed to be singing it, and they like overhyped that song so much. Like <laughs> I feel like they tried to use that song every chance they possibly could, and it's it's it was really cute the first time we did it, where like you kind of have to do a little bit of like the the eight bit platforming, and you know you're doing a little bit of regular platforming, and it's it's really cute, but the music was kind of awkward because of the voice. <laughs> you didn't like the voice? I, I didn't mind it. It just was weird. It just, <laughs> when all the characters up to this point, well, all the characters, period, they all talk, but it's kind of like the Banjo-Kazooie talk, you know? Like the <laughs> I thought Sims. you were going to say the Animal Crossing no, talk. No, 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 no. But like the Sims, where they're like saying things, but it's not like real words. So I'm so used to that, but then you get this like weird song that the, that they throw in, and it's just like normal English or you know whatever. I'm sure they translated it for every country, so you know whatever language. It's just kind of weird, uh, but I mean not terrible. I really liked the dancing flags in uh, Bowser's Kingdom, <laughs> where they kind of like dance to the music. <laughs> That's like. Uh, while we were playing that part, I just kept watching the flags and I was just super entertained <laughs> by the way that they would just like jig to the music. I can't remember the song though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I give it an eight. Um, I can't really say that like sound effect wise, other than the talking of the characters, everything was very normal Mario, you know. When every time he jumps, he does his, you know, (laughs) sort of thing. (laughs) Exactly like that, by the way. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, they did have a lot of throwback stuff, too, to Mario 64. With the the Mushroom Kingdom had a lot of Mario 64, like, sound. And then you can also transform into the Mario 64 outfit. So that was was really cute. Um, But, like... They they utilized the music, kind of, you know, remade it so it sounded good or sounded better than the original Mario 64, but, I mean, they still kept true to the original, so that, that was cool. Anything else? Music? Sound? Nothing? Okay. Um, overall, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Really? Yeah, what'd you give it? I gave it a 10. Did you give it a 10? Yes. You liked it that much? I did like it. <laughs> Once I got over the control tips. The control t- <laughs> I'm still angry about the control tips. Yeah, but... Especially when I went to play it again today, and I'm playing endgame material, and I'm still getting tips on how to jump. Like <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. Um... No, that that was a huge thing for me, too, is the control tips, especially when they're in the way of my gameplay. Um, and platforming, when that's the highlight of the game and it's not done very well because of the 3D thing, that needs to be addressed. Like, they should find a way to fix that. I don't know what the, I don't know what the solution is other than maybe, like, putting, putting Mario in, like, a glass box where he literally can only jump side to side or something. I don't, I don't know, but being able to fall off of a 
2D object drives me insane. Um, but otherwise, the game is a lot of fun. Um, a lot of big throwbacks, like I just said. A lot of throwbacks to Mario 64. Um, you can actually jump through, you know, paintings. You can go to different worlds that way. Um, it's just, it's cool the way that they were trying to incorporate Mario 64 into this game. Um, I had a lot of fun playing this game. It's a great, like couples game yeah or like you know sit down and play it with one of your kids and i think that the hat would be great for a little kid because they can't really do a whole lot of damage other than constantly jumping on and constantly like possessing enemies (laughs) that would drive me crazy but you know to sit down and have you know a little kid give them a controller and be able to just play it without them really it's funny. hindering your progression. It's funny because, you know, like, Pokemon, let's go. Pokemon was exactly the same they way. They the same thing. Exactly the same. Like, they gave you this player two option, but only kind of. Yeah. It doesn't really <laughs> affect the play of the game. <laughs> like, it can, but it doesn't really. Um, no, but it was a super chill game. Yeah. It was out. really nice to just sit and kind of veg out and just find moons and, you know... Every time we sat down and played a world, it didn't matter, you know, how many times we've played that kingdom, but we always found another moon. Like, oh, we missed this, or oh, we found, you know, the the seed to go into the plant, you know. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's that's pretty cool. I was really surprised that it took us two years to play this. <laughs> it's funny because I don't feel like... A lot of the Mario games we've played. Like, we we always play the Yoshi games. Yeah. But, like, I've never played Mario Sunshine. I've never played uh, Mario Galaxy. Yeah. Um, I want to play Mario Galaxy. We will. We will. We absolutely will. Um, And I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, oh, you know, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy. These are prominent Mario games. But, yeah, no, I just... I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just... I really like the Yoshi series. They're very similar, but... Yoshi's way cuter. Yeah, Yoshi is way cuter. If I had the option of this game or Yoshi, I would pick Yoshi. There were a lot of really cute aspects to this game, too, though. Like in New Donk City, where they had the traffic signs that were question mark blocks. <laughs> that was pretty cute. <laughs> um, New Donk City was just amazing. Like, they put so much work into that. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so my total score is 41 out of 50. Mine's a 44. And so that gives us an 85 out of 100. And that is a B. A very good, solid B. <laughs> Which is fair. It. Yeah. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would have no idea that we're married. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I, I did really enjoy the game. Um, there were a few things that were very irritating but it's really easy to put, you know, a lot of hours into this game. It's really easy to pick it up and just start playing again. I would say you'd have to relearn the co- <laughs> you would have to relearn the controls. But they're right there on they'll, the screen. They'll tell you. <laughs> There's no way you're going to forget. They're going to tell you every 5 <laughs> seconds how to play. Um yeah, so really literally any time it's just, you know, if you still have 100 moons left, you just jump in and 
you know, hash out a few more moons and figure it out. They give you a full list of all the moons. So like, you know exactly what you're missing. Even if you don't know where it's at, you know that it's missing. <laughs> so yeah, had a good time playing this game. Me too. With you. Nice. That makes a difference. <laughs> So next time, if somebody wants to play, you got to specifically play with me if you want to have a good time. <laughs> anyway, um, so our next game is going to be, at least at this point, uh, we're planning on it being um, uh, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yep, on the PlayStation. The original Resident Evil. Uh, after that, we're going to be doing Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield. And then it'll be 2020. It will be. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's true. It's going to be the first. (laughs) Anyway, we actually are, we've been playing a lot of Pokemon lately. That's, that's why we haven't finished this game. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise we probably would have have a lot more moons had Pokemon not just come out. But, um, yeah. So that review is coming very soon. Uh, but we're sticking true to the 15th review and that's why we're throwing in, um, Resident Evil. That's why we did Metal Gear Solid last. So if that stuff sounds like fun, make sure you're following us on all of our social media so you know when things are out. Um, also, you can follow us on our um, on our website, sapnight.com, <laughs> where we've got everything we've got going on. You can listen to all of our previous podcast episodes. Um, you can see our YouTube channel. We're like three away from having a hundred YouTube subscribers. So, you know, if you want to help us out there, that would be amazing. Subscribe. Please. And you can watch our cats. Yeah. You can watch. Destroy things. Yes, they will. And they absolutely do. It's wonderful. I hope your, uh, your controller over there isn't broken. Uh, it's, it's the pink one. So it's fine. Or the purple berry one. I'm sure it's fine. Um, so yeah, thanks again for watching and listening to this episode of Zap Night and we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.